God can do anything He wants to do. So, He can answer any prayer at any time, even if we haven't met His conditions and His qualifications, because He's God. But there is something we can do to have Him hear and answer our prayers exactly as we want them answered. You know, if we don't pray in this way, then I'm going to share with you these, these six qualifications, then he'll answer them. But sometimes the answer is no or not yet. Sometimes it's yes. But there are six qualifications that the verses, uh, that God's Word shares with us on the way that we can be assured our prayers are answered exactly as we've asked them. The first qualification is that we forgive others. Mark eleven twenty five shares with us about forgiving others and what, uh, how God feels about that. And it says, when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. So before we pray, we should forgive somebody that we're holding a grudge against so that he will forgive us and hear our prayer. And so that first qualification is to forgive others. The second is found in John, I'm sorry, 1 John 1, 9, that we need to confess our sins. And that verse says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, I, I've shared before the difference in a relationship and a fellowship with God. When we reach out to God, actually, He's always reaching out to us because we can't answer His call unless He's calling us. But when we answer His call and ask for Christ to save us from ourselves. God becomes in charge of our relationship. And the scriptures even say that no one and nothing can snatch us out of His hand. Thank goodness He's in charge of our relationship because if we were, that would be a mess. But we are in charge of our fellowship. We choose whether or not we're talking to God whether we're listening, whether we're reading His Word. So He's in charge of our relationship. Once we become His child, we will always be His child. It's just like, you know, my mom. She will always be my mom. There is nothing that I can do that will make her no longer my mom. Um, she might not be happy with me, but she's always going to love me and be my mom because that's our relationship. Now, let's say I did something that really upset her. She might not talk to me. But, or I might not talk to her. But that is about fellowship. The relationship, and thank goodness my mom and I are in a good fellowship as well as a relationship. But that is just to explain the difference in relationship and fellowship.
So when we confess our sins, that helps keep from having a break in our fellowship because our sin does stand in the way of our fellowship with God. Isaiah 59.2 says, But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden His face from you, so that He will not hear. So we need to confess our sins so that He can even hear our prayer. So we need to not only forgive others, but confess our sins to the Father. The third qualification is to pray in the name of Jesus. Now, this doesn't mean just ending our prayer with those words in Jesus' name, but there's nothing wrong with that, but it's about that heartfelt knowledge and acknowledgement that without the Son dying on the cross for us, we don't have a right to come to the Father in prayer. That the privilege of praying directly to the Father only is allowed and afforded us because of Jesus' death and resurrection. So the third qualification is to pray in the name of Jesus. Um, let me read to you just to, to reaffirm that, John 14, 13. It says, And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So that reaffirms that. I always want to back up anything that I share with Scripture. And so that qualification of praying in the name of Jesus we find in His Word. And the fourth qualification of ask in faith, believe, you will receive. We find in James 1, verses 6 and 7, it says, But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. If we have doubts that we'll receive what we ask, we probably won't. So that fourth qualification, ask in faith, believe you will receive. This next qualification, I have to say, is probably uh, the most important thing that we can do to be sure that God will, will hear and answer our prayers as we pray them. But it's also probably one of the most difficult. It's to ask that God's will be done. In Matthew 26, 39, it says, He went a little farther, fell on his face, and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Christ himself gave us th this example. He didn't want to go to the cross. If there was another way that we could have eternal life with the Father, 
he would rather take another way because he knew what was about to happen and he really did not want to go through it. But yet he prayed, it's not his will, but Christ's will. I'm sorry, God's will. We need to become so close to the Father that we want what He wants. That we acknowledge and recognize we're on this earth to live out the purpose for which He has called us. And that we want our life to reflect completely and totally Him, His Word, and His purpose. Like our heart beating as His does. Again, I say that is the toughest, in my opinion, but also the most important. Now, the sixth and last qualification to have God answer our prayer as we pray it can be the most difficult for some of us. Um, I say that in jest because um, some of us get into more trouble than others. But it's to practice an attitude of obedience. Now, can we be 100% obedient? No, if we could, we wouldn't need Jesus Christ. But that's why it's to practice an attitude of obedience. Obedience brings blessing. And habitual obedience is delightful to our God. It pleases Him. And habitual obedience comes when we practice an attitude of obedience. And that is when our attitude becomes, Lord, I will obey, just speak. The decision to obey has been made before we know what God wants us to do. You know, Peter gave us um, a great example of this attitude of obedience when in Luke 5, 5, he says, Master, we've toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And that is when he first met Christ. But he had already decided to obey what Jesus told him to do. He was practicing an attitude of obedience. In 1 John 3.22, and this is the amplified version, it says, And we receive from Him whatever we ask for because we watchfully obey His orders, observe His suggestions and injunctions, follow His plan for us, and habitually practice what is pleasing to Him. So, the final qualification is to practice an attitude of obedience, of just saying ahead of time, whatever you ask, Father, I'm going to do. We're, wouldn't it be so nice for our kids to do that? Okay, Mom, Dad, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Sometimes it feels like they say, you know, whatever you ask me to do, I'm going to figure out a way to do the opposite. And isn't that sometimes how we treat God? That we say, okay, Father, you can tell me, but I'm going to be obstinate. I'm going to go my own way. But in, in just going back over these six qualifications quickly uh, and summarizing what we find in Scripture to have our prayers answered as we ask them. We need to forgive others, confess our sins, pray in the name of Jesus, ask in faith, believe you will receive,
And then that tough one of ask that God's will be done and practice an attitude of obedience. I pray that this has blessed you and that you have a new insight in how to pray and an understanding of the expectations of the Father. He wants us to follow His will because it is best for His kingdom and His glory. But we have to come to that point where we want His glory as much as He does and for Him to be glorified in everything we do. Don't forget, you can go to our website at whisper, I'm sorry, whengodwhispers.com and all of the uh, podcasts you can access there and there's different uh, platforms you can go to. Also our Facebook group at When God Whispers My Name. You can search that in Facebook. And uh, don't forget, I, it, talking about prayer today, it is a privilege we have. Because without the Son, we cannot pray for each other, much less ourselves. So please know it is a privilege for me to pray for you, and I would love to do so. So email me at laurythedisciple at gmail.com or call me at area code 918-344-5656 and allow me the privilege to pray for you. If you don't have a Bible, please email me and let me know where I can mail you a New Testament. Everybody should have access to the Word of God. My name is Lori, and I am a disciple of Jesus Christ.